Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Alrighty, we're only down to two teams left in the NFL Super Bowl time. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. Welcome in our handicapper. What's up, buddy? Well, you know how in Kansas City and Chiefland they say they're proud of the sea of red? Well, I can attest that I saw red that day. Bloodbath for me. <laughs> Tough one. Actually, you know, both games kind of kind of took a turn the direction you didn't think they were going in. Well, I just had futures, you know, so many futures and stuff kind of tied up to that. You know, remember I liked um, the Chiefs or the Titans to win the AFC. And, I mean, listen, I, I didn't even need them to cover the spread. It's win the ball game. And how about when you're up 21 to 3 at half and you're at home? I mean, what are the chances that you're going to win that ball game? Yeah, and we we had talked about that, you know, the the month prior. The game was in Cincinnati. Similar situations we're like, dude, this is not going to happen at Arrowhead. And holy cow. Where, I mean, where do we start? I guess we start with uh when Eli Apple right before the half, PI, and they get the ball on the 1-yard line with what like 12 seconds left, and not only do they not punch it in, they decide not to kick the field goal, which was stupid. Mm-hmm. No points before the half. All right. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I saw Reed really address it, but I'm sure, you know, he, he's bright enough to be like, okay, I'm going to give you two cracks here, and they should be in the end zone. And the second one, he goes to Tyreek Hill, you know, and he's still in bounds. I'm sure he said... Throw it in the end zone to someone. If not, throw it out of bounds. Yeah. And he threw it to the wing there on the side. And that's like, dude, come on. Listen, I mean, I know that we want to get the touchdown there. Uh, I've got nothing wrong with getting the field goal and going up by three touchdowns. Yeah, and just that sliver of hope, that's all they needed. You right. know, obviously in the locker room, like, nice, that was a big stop. Exactly. And then they come out the second half, and the Chiefs decide to score a whopping three points in the second half again. Not to mention the first half, they scored, not just scored, they scored three touchdowns on their first three possessions. I mean, it was pure domination. I thought we were looking at like a 45-10 to ball game. Yeah. You know, um, everything was rocking and rolling, and then just... I don't know. They kind of they kind of do that where they just take the foot off the pedal. And if that's not an example of when you've got someone down, you put your foot on their throat and drive it in. Yeah, I, I don't know what adjustments you know Taylor's making for the Bengals, but both those games against the Chiefs, they just flipped on a dime at halftime. It's like what happened here? And Patty looks like a totally different guy. Oh, did he ever? Wow. I mean, listen, Patty, Patty, Patty was back. You know, for the last few games 
he hadn't thrown a an interception in the AFC Championship game in a hundred and three or a hundred and thirty two attempts mm-hmm. until this game. So you know, obviously he comes to play, and it looked like it that first half. But I don't know. They just they just sometimes take the foot off the pedal. And did they ever? And it's the four oh nine this week. The the Kansas City Chiefs get the four oh nine. Clean it up. Go into the Super Bowl. You're at home up 21 to 3 and you lose the ball game. That's the 409 of the week. Yeah, just squandering away that chance. It's like, you know, they always say these windows. It's like, I mean, how how much bigger is this window for this team? You know, mm. Kelsey's getting early 30s. You know, he he can't keep doing this for four more years. No. I mean, it's such a grind to get to that point where you have the opportunity and all you're looking for is the home field advantage. I mean, when the Titans went down, you know, that hooked up the Chiefs because if the Titans had won, the Chiefs would have gone um, to to Tennessee to play. And yeah. so when they lost, the Chiefs are in the driver's seat. And, I mean, they just crapped it away. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Yeah, it's just it's just weird when you see someone like Patrick who's humming and then you just see him get flustered and he doesn't look like the confidence is there and he's getting rushed and you're like, what was that? Right, where he's just got the look in the eye like Bambi looking into the headlights. Yeah, like what happened here, Pat? Come on, snap out of it. I know, someone needs to pull him off to the side and grab him by the neck and go, do you know who you are? Right. You're Patrick Mahomes. Yep, and then on the other side you see big Joey Cool and he's – Slippery through the—I don't know how he got away from some of those D linemen. Mm-hmm. Just the 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 shirt under the jersey would they'd have, and it <laughs> it wouldn't even rip; it'd slip out of their hand. You're like, ah, oh, there's a good three of those, right? And then he he'd find someone downfield, dude. He's Johnny B. Good. Yep, yep. He was right. Did you see his outfit and stuff? The chain afterwards was getting a lot of attention. <laughs> you know what? I saw that picture. Um, I thought that was earlier in the year with the chain. Was that that day? Uh huh. I think if you zoomed in, it looked like it said uh, looked like it said J-Bo, and then it had kind of like a Nike swoosh below it, <laughs> and it was a big gold chain. It had some diamonds. Yeah, you know. Then someone asked if it was real, and he's like, he was coy. You know, he's like, yeah, you know, come on, I make too much to, for it not to be real, <laughs> right? Is it real? No, I'm wearing fake jewelry over here, guy. Ah! Got this off the little uh, Amigo on the beach in Max. <laughs> in Cabo. I bought it off the kid in Cabo. This is uh, 50 pesos, <laughs> but, it, but it looks legit. <laughs> so he said something. He's like, yeah, I actually was pretty feeling good about this outfit when it was kind of, I had it laid out. I'm like, oh, this going to be a good one to wear. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, he's feeling it. And that's on the road, you know? Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. I'm sure they'll uh, have a good time at the Super Bowl this week. Yeah, but I mean, like we, you know, they they point out all these young quarterbacks like Allen and Burrow, and and the AFC's going to be tough to get through, which it will be. You, you just there's no guarantees any of these teams will get back to the Super Bowl. I mean, you would have thought Russell Wilson would have had three Super Bowls when, when you saw them win those in those first year or two, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely tough just because of the injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And salary caps. Yeah, once you start paying dudes and, you know, the defense isn't the same, it's it's not easy to get back. So they need to seize it when they have it. And, right. and the Chiefs just blew that. And, you know, the other big one is that coaches get picked off the staff. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of coaches and speaking of Chiefs, <clears throat> I heard that uh, Eric Bieniemy's not interviewing too well. Uh, you know, they've been saying that for a few years. I mean, he obviously must not do great. Um, 
And then, you know, there's this whole thing coming out with the floor as the Miami guy and, and suing the NFL now. So, I don't know. You know, a lot of those guys aren't even getting a fair shake, let alone an interview. Mm-hmm. Did you see how Flores got the text from Belichick? I did, and Belichick's like, I heard you're the man. He's like, congrats. Wow. And it was the wrong Brian. And but he, he goes, uh, thanks for the blue balls there, Bill. Oh, <laughs> he's, whoops, wrong Brian. He's like, how do you know? How do you know I haven't even interviewed yet? <laughs> wow, Bill. Bill, lay off the scotch a little bit. <laughs> someone was saying, you know, for someone who's so detail-oriented, you might want to look at the text again before you hit the sender. <laughs> well, when you're tuning at night, though, doesn't matter how detail-oriented you are if you're pounding the scotch Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, season's over. He's probably cutting loose a little bit. Well, speaking of Bill and speaking of new coaches, he lost big Josh McDaniels to the Raids. Yep, finally. I mean, that guy's been, been spoken about probably for five, six years here as, as leaving. Um, but that's, that's a good squad to go to. It's not like they're in shambles. If I was the Raids, I'd be juiced to mm-hmm. get that guy. They were saying that, um, you know, the Raiders didn't hire within. And um, that's all nice and dandy. I mean, listen, you know, any company, doesn't matter if you're an NFL football team or not, you'd like to hire within. Everyone realizes that, you know, that's typically the best fit and, um, they already know the system and stuff, but if there's no one within, you got to go outside, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mo- I mean, most of these coaches don't stick, so um, he-, he seems like one of the good offensive minds that's out there, and that seems to be the trend currently, obviously. And they- he called Carr and was like, you know, excited to get with you and get to know you, but they've kind of whispered they don't know if they'll necessarily keep him long-term either, so, you know, I, I would imagine he'll keep him because that puts you in a better position next year. Car? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they'll keep him for, yeah. I mean, making a move right now. I, I mean, Car balled. He threw for the most yards he ever has. I think he threw for like 4,800 yards or something. No, he totally did. I think he has like one year left. At, um, it's a pretty reasonable, you know, low 20s or 18 maybe a season. And, I mean, if there was a team or player that would have been distracted last year, holy cow. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and they made it to the playoffs. I, I think they had a great season. No, they did. I mean, that new stadium, that that's a good place to go for McDaniel. So, I, I think he'll get them rocking. Mm-hmm. So, back to Sunday. Well, the only saving grace, you know, was the Niners, the plus three and a half. I obviously would have liked to see them um, go all the way. I was looking at my futures ticket. That's why I was so pissed off. So, what happened, the reason why I got such good odds, I got 45 to 1 odds. It's been, And I looked at the date that I um, put it in, and it was um, when they were 5 and 5. And so I was like, oh, yeah. When the Niners were 5-5? Five and five? Yeah. Uh-huh. And everyone was down on them. And I took a look at it, and I'm like, well, this is because Kittle and Debo are out. And <clears throat> it almost transpired. And so what I did was I tweeted out, hey, if anyone went with me on the Nines, I'm hedging. And my hedge, like you typically would say, you know, okay, you can hedge with the Rams here in case they won. My hedge was just going to be with the Chiefs. I was like, okay, there's no way they're going to lose this ball game. So I actually hedged with the Chiefs, like putting money on them to win the Super Bowl because they were plus money before the weekend started. It was like plus 105. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if the Nines don't get to the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are in, right? <clears throat> the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. And if they even play the Rams, the Chiefs would be minus like three and a half, you know? Yeah. So here I'm getting an opportunity at getting them at plus money. 
and I thought it was a good move, and then um, it just all, the shit hit the fan. <laughs> it sure did. It was garbage. That's, you know, sometimes you, you kind of feel like a bet, and you're like, yep, this is who I'm going with, and it, it, it kind of early on, you're like, wow, that one was a miss. <laughs> you know what, I, I agree with you. No, I'm saying I'm saying both of these games this weekend, like, I, I would still stick with those picks. I mean, they felt great. And they were looking great, and then they just just turned at the wrong time. Uh, well, yeah, the Chiefs, and then <clears throat> excuse me, the Niners. How about going into the fourth quarter? You're up seventeen to seven, so you've held them to seven points. That means that the defense is balling because it is, and you've got ten point lead going into the fourth. But holy cow, that I'm a little disappointed with. Well, Shanahan, to be honest, um, I think he's a good offensive mind. I don't know about his clock management. Did you notice when it was getting around to the two-point conversion? I mean, uh, two-minute warning? Mm Mm-hmm. So there was two minutes and 32 seconds left in the ballgame, and it was third down. And so the Niners had three timeouts. Let's take one of them right there, okay? He let it go to the two-minute warning, right? He sure did. Yeah, no, I did notice that. And I go, whoa, am I missing something here? So, of course, I just go to Twitter because, you know, there's people always making remarks um, real time there. And and some of the people that I follow, I'll respect. And sure enough, a couple of them were like, what's this guy doing? So anyway, I couldn't believe that. I just let 32 seconds run off the clock there. That was kind of garbage. And mm-hmm. then I just don't understand how Cooper Cup, like how this guy gets 11 catches for 142 yards. Like, you know, they say the Bill Belichick, he's like, he takes your best player away and then goes, okay, let's see what you guys got after this guy. Like, how does Cooper just keep catching the ball is unbelievable. And it always seems like he's just kind of one-on-one and kind of gets by him into, like, the corner for the touchdown. Right. Like, there's no over-the-top help. You know why? They're probably looking at his 40 Columbine, Columbine stats still and says that he runs the four six two. Yeah. And they're like, this guy's nothing. I mean, they still haven't gotten the, the clue that the guy can ball. Yeah, I think he and Odell both were over 100 yards. So, I mean, they were slicing up the Niners' secondary, which they've said has been young and, and needed addressing all season. So that's going to, you know, if they end up taking Jimmy G as a trade piece, which it looks like they are, um, you know, maybe not necessarily getting all draft picks, but maybe some guys like a cornerback or someone that can help on the defense all you know right away next season. I saw that Jimmy already commented. Like he's, I just hope that I go to a team that really wants to win. It's competitive. Yeah, I mean, you saw him give uh, John Lynch, the GM, the hug afterwards, and you know they've they've kind of just said like, you know, this is it. Let's let's make a run to the Super Bowl here because after this, you're moving on. <laughs> I, I think they were just honest about it. So I mean, it was when they moved up to take Trey third overall. It's like they're going to have to start the guy. They can't sit him. In today's day and age, what they should, I would ride Jimmy one more year maybe and, and let Trey learn, but they want to see what you can do now. So Trey's going to get fed to the Sharks, and we're going to finish last in the division. <laughs> no kidding. Like, it's, yeah, it's not going to be good. <laughs> and then, you know, you got both of these guys going, sweet, you know, here goes two years of my prime. Right. Where, where we're not going to get to the show. Right, yeah. And Trey goes, sweet, thanks for the confidence, guys. Yeah, I, you know, hopefully he does get his crack and kind of, you know, looks better. I'm sure he will. 
I, I just don't, you know, you're not going to be Patty and go to the Super Bowl year one or two. Trey, if you're out there and you'd like to come on our show and tell us differently, feel free to hit us up. For sure. <laughs> you know who's stoked about uh, not going to the Super Bowl? I was thinking about this. How about A.J. Green? He was on the Bengals for 10 years, and he goes, I'm out of here. Guys. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And the first year he's gone, he goes, all right. That's like uh, <laughs> that's like buying a house, and then the next year it like drops like 40% in value. You go, wow, that was a sweet play right there. Yeah. Or you, or you sold it, and it, it skyrockets up a million dollars, you know, and you're like, whoa, should have waited a year. Dude, I mean, he's like, are you kidding me? I was there for 10 years. We didn't do diddly squat. Went to the playoffs a couple times, and now they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think um, even the coach's record is something like 6-22 and uh, 22 before Joe. I mean, not they didn't, like, tear up the league. They were 10-7, and seven, but Big Joe made a huge difference. Oh, he sure did. I and, mean, yeah, I mean, Chase, they all kind of got there, and they're rolling. Well, because, uh, no, there was, people were saying, like, Zach Taylor, the head coach for the Bengals, is, like, one of the worst in the NFL. Yeah. But, you know, when you get a sweet player, it's, it's kind of the same thing with um, Kingsbury and, and Kyler, too. Like, you know, his coaching has been suspect. But when you get, like, a player like that, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Klingsbury didn't he didn't even tear it up in, in college. Oh no, they show his record like outside of playing the Kansas, you know, the Kansases of the world, like within his league, yep. he got hammered. Mm-hmm. Like literally, if you take Kansas out of the equation because they're just so shitty, they're like the worst Division One school. His record was like below five hundred. It was pretty bad. Yeah, even. Uh Les Miles, the old LSU guy, tried Kansas there for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was getting the the five stars to come there. Like he, <laughs> he wasn't getting the LSU recruits. No, he wasn't. I think the boosters throw the chips at the hoop program there, not the football. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was that was tough. Uh, but you know, props to Bengals. You know that what a good time to be a Bengals fan to see them turn around so quick. Right. Well. It, it was uh, it was uh, a good play by their part because I I definitely didn't think they were going to get to this point. I will admit that I saw that um, you know because Stafford and um, Johnny B. Good Joe are both number one draft choices. So um, the only other time that two number one draft choices have met in the Super Bowl, should I give you a shot at it? Um, I'll tell you who one of them was. Peyton uh-huh. Manning. Um, and the other guy lost the Super Bowl. He was a number one pick overall. Yep, and he went up against Peyton in the Super Bowl. I can't think of it right now. Well, guy, he's only been. I'll, to, I'll, I'll give you the number on his jersey. Number one, Cam Newton. There you go. Yeah, Big Cam versus Peyton. Okay, Man, that was a great Super Bowl. I remember that one? That was the San Fran. It sure was. It was in San Fran, and you know. For some reason, everyone thought that Cam was going to ball, and we did not. Mm. That was decent. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Super Bowl 50. Uh, yeah, Cam took a lot of slack. There was a play he kind of could have tackled and kind of watched it. Well, and then you also remember he wore, like, these super loud shoes out to practice in before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it was like, come on, guy. I mean, me, 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 me. Yeah, where's the focus here? On the pregame fit or the, the game? 
And then he went down because big Vaughn Miller, the MVP, just went off on him. Mm-hmm. Now Vaughn's getting another crack this year. He sure is. And uh, we won't quite get into all the details of the Super Bowl this week because we got all next week. But this is a pretty good matchup for them. I will say this, um, ladies and gentlemen out there, that the Super Bowl brings out all kinds of different prop bets that you typically don't see. Um, There's literally thousands of them. And next week on the show, we'll go over some that um, we think that are are good ones. You know, like you can bet on the color of the Gatorade that's going to be thrown on the coach. And (laughs) you probably are guessing that we're not going to recommend one of those. What I will tell you right now, though, is that you typically only want to bet on the props that give you the option, the two options of yes, no. Okay, so um, is Joe Burrow going to throw for over 249 yards? Yes, no. Um, These ones where, hey, the winner is going to be between one and seven points plus 250. Those are garbage. Um, Is Tyreek Hill... Gonna, or Tyreek Hill, is Joe Burrow going to be the MVP plus 450? Like, those are not good bets because let's say Joe, they've got him at 450. The real odds are like 750. So my point being is they're not giving you the real odds, so stay away from those type of prop bets. Yeah, the the props remind me of the, the Niner game. There was one I saw in... Jimmy G always gets a lot of slack for not throwing over a certain amount of yards, especially against the Rams. He kind of averages like in the 145 zone. So they set it at um, 245 to throw over the Rams. And it was like eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and he was at like 232. Hmm. I'm like, oh, Jimmy's actually going to go over the the 245 or here for the prop. And he didn't. I'm like, dude, it was like one more completion on like, you know, their last few possessions and he just didn't get it. I'm like, holy cow. (laughs) Those guys lucked out on that one that had the under. Well, professional handicappers, actually, this is the the one time of the year that they like to hit these props because there's so much to choose from. The lines themselves, like the line of the game and the over under. I mean, you have to imagine that. Um, I think you're going to hear most handicappers agree with this point that there's only one game being played. And so this is the tightest, you know, typically most accurate line is the spread of the Super Bowl or the over-under. Where you can really get to them is when they put down all these props. Um, And that's another reason to, you know, have more than one sports book. Because I don't think your local bookie typically has that many. Yeah, and you know we're running out of football games here to bet on, so it's like there's all these other little side kind of things you can dabble in with such a big game going on. Roses are red, violets are blue, don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join 4 million men worldwide who trust manscape the leaders in below the waist grooming with our exclusive offer go to manscape and use our code bolt b-o-l-t for 20 percent off and free shipping come on fellas let's make it work this time now let's get back to the show okay well we won't we won't officially get super deep into all the the betting of the super bowl but uh, for the early thoughts, what are you thinking? It's it kind of opened at minus three and a half, and I think it's at minus four and a half. The Rams mm-hmm. for the home game. 
Right, the so-called home game. Which back-to-back seasons, which is kind of weird. That is weird. But, you know, a lot. the Super Bowl is a lot of corporate, you know, corporate people being there. So I don't know how much of a home field advantage. Well, we saw that with the Niners. That thing was, was, our boy Reed and company was in all red. It was (laughs) half the place was jumping. No, I know it was. Um, You know, like I said, these, my early thoughts are, and and I'm going to dig into it deeper here and and provide more insight next week. But, you know, we had touched on Vaughn Miller and uh, Leonard Little, the other um, outside linebacker. And we had talked about, you know, against the Niners, why we liked them at three and a half last week, plus three and a half, is that just wasn't a very good matchup for Vaughn and Leonard, um, just because the offensive line for the Niners is is really solid, and they're more of pass rushers, not, you know, stopping the run. Well, now you're going up against this offensive line, um, which is not good. I mean, as we know, they gave up nine sacks. So I'm taking a closer look at the Rams right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's obviously everyone's early lean or pick here as the, the favorite. Um, there's just something to be said sometimes for, for the magical year, and then just something kind of keeps pulling me back to big Joey B. Well, so first of all, uh, I'm in disagreement with you that everyone's taken the Rams so far because that, that's not the case because the, the Joes, like yourself, are talking about this magical run with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys are, you got the Joes are kind of leaning with the Bengals right now. No, I'm not officially there. I, I mean, I'll think about <laughs> this week, but I, uh, I, I just wouldn't ru- the just magical run with Joe. I'm with you. Cause mm-hmm. I'm a Joe too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Joe stick together. Uh, so I, I just, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see, you know, just the way he was slipping through. I mean, you know, next year you'll see where he goes down on all those grabs and it's like, wow, it's not going to be the same thing, but there's something there with Joey right now. Mm, But the Rams, the Rams do have problems against certain teams. The Niners being one of them, but yeah, they've been kind of steamrolling some other people. So Aaron Donald and those guys are probably going to have their way. I can see that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I'll break it down for the for the listeners more next week and give you my picks. Like I like I said, I'll give you the pick on the Super Bowl, and then I'll have some prop picks that I like as well. Okay, sounds good. Well, that'll do it for this week. We're gonna come back next week and give you more of a Super Bowl show and uh, what team to go with and some prop bets to take, like he said. But keep following us on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. Keep writing reviews out there on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and we'll send you guys a hat. That'll do it. Hope you have a good week. No football this week, so get outside and enjoy some air. We'll see you next time. See ya. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.